Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Crisis. State of emergency. Spring break chaos crackdown. Then, how a strange COVID-19 symptom made life unbearable for a steakhouse tycoon. It can be deafening and incredibly irritating. And what was he thinking? What we've learned about the knucklehead who climbed into the elephant enclosure with his two-year-old daughter. That man and his, his child were extremely, extremely lucky. Plus, insurrection divorce. How the Capitol riot cost one woman her marriage. And the MAGA riot dude who looks just like Spaceballs actor Rick Moranis. Then, homecoming queen scandal. First video of the high school student accused of rigging the election with her mom to win the crown. And what this runner-up is saying today. I don't think it was fair to me or the other girls. And the alleged distracted driver. Oh. Did she just mow down the sheriff? And forget lipo. It's got to go. The new procedure to eliminate bra fat. I'm very excited. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. A state of emergency has been declared in Miami Beach. The curfew has been extended, and parts of famed Ocean Drive are now off limits, both to cars and pedestrians. Town officials are hoping all of these steps will bring some order to a vacation destination that has been out of control as spring break rages on during a pandemic. It's the moment spring break descended into chaos in Miami Beach. They're shooting pepper balls. Everybody is running. They're shooting pepper balls. The city declared a state of emergency and an 8 p.m. curfew. The city of Miami Beach is currently under a state of emergency. You are commanded to immediately and peacefully disperse. Despite the show of force, thousands defied the order to get off the streets. Spring breakers climbed on top of cars and danced. Violent street brawls erupted. WSVN-TV reporter Katrina Bush. There were a lot of fights going on, brawls that were going viral online. Because people have been locked down, it's been quarantined for so long that people are sick of that. They're sick of the lockdowns where they live and more people are coming and maybe doing more of those things that they might not do where they live. The state of emergency will stay in force until mid-April. We spoke to Miami Beach Mayor Dan Gelber. And the problem is too many are coming and too many are coming with the wrong idea of what they can do. And I feel badly for our hospitality industry. They're very good and uh, they, they've suffered uh, quite a bit during this last year, but you cannot put um, 
you know, sort of dollars over lives. The city is now overwhelmed with revelers. They've turned the tourist mecca into one humongous block party. Most are not wearing masks. 1,000 arrests have taken place. Many roads into the city were closed. Thousands of residents waited in frustration in traffic jams like this to get back to their hotels. The COVID-19 UK variant is rampant in Florida. Miami has the highest infection rate of any major metropolitan area. And there are fears spring breakers may carry the disease back to their home states. If you're thinking this is an anything goes place, just don't come here. Thanks in part to all that spring break travel on Sunday, the TSA screened more than one and a half million people. That's the largest number since the pandemic began over a year ago. You may not know his name, but if you've ever eaten at the Texas Roadhouse Steak Place, you've enjoyed his food. Kent Taylor is the founder. He got sick with COVID-19 and suffered from some difficult long-term symptoms that simply became too unbearable. Megan Alexander has more. Kent Taylor. He grew Texas Roadhouse into a huge chain with more than 600 locations worldwide. But restaurant tycoon Kent Taylor ended his life following an unbearable battle with post-COVID-19 symptoms, including severe tinnitus. It's a debilitating hearing problem characterized by intense ringing in the ears. It can be deafening and incredibly irritating. Singer Demi Lovato revealed on CBS Sunday morning that she is also dealing with tinnitus following her 2018 drug overdose. The OD strokes caused uh, brain damage and so and also hearing loss. So I still deal with hearing loss, tinnitus, and blind spots in my vision. Examples of what tinnitus sufferers hear are posted online, but with a warning, please be very careful and turn the volume down low on your speakers or headphones before playing any of the sounds. But it became too much for Kent Taylor. Last week, the multimillionaire who founded the popular steakhouse chain in 1993 committed suicide. In a statement, his grieving family says they want to emphasize more than ever the importance of reaching out for help if you or someone you love is suffering. It's not known when the 65-year-old entrepreneur was stricken with COVID, but Dr. Oz says the virus is known to sometimes cause or worsen tinnitus. We know that patients with COVID have damage to their nerves sometimes. It affects their smell and taste, for example. Much less commonly, it seems to affect the ear, and that can cause tinnitus or ringing in the ears. Uh, we think that's probably happening potentially in 10% of people who've had COVID. Meantime, on the vaccine front, one quarter of American adults have now received at least one dose of the COVID vaccine. And AstraZeneca today announced that its vaccine is 79% effective and 100% successful in preventing severe disease and hospitalization. Even if granted emergency use approval, it would be May before it could be administered in this country. Federal prosecutors say more than 400 people face criminal charges in connection with the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. One of them just arrested is this woman accused of illegally entering the Capitol, among other crimes. Well, it turns out her husband is a police detective assigned to an FBI violent crime task force. And as Les Trent reports, he's now filed for divorce. The riot at the Capitol just cost one woman her marriage. Jennifer Heinel was caught on camera at the Capitol on January 6th. That's her inside the Capitol Rotunda in a bright red football jersey with Trump 20 on the back. 
Cops say she was there with this dude, and he's not her husband. His name, Kenneth Grayson, a hardcore follower of QAnon. According to the FBI, they met on Facebook and planned the trip together, discussing hotel accommodations and rental vehicles. But she says she traveled to D.C. alone and stayed in a separate hotel. Her husband, get this, is a police detective in a town outside Pittsburgh. He reportedly begged her not to go. But she went anyway, and now, after seeing the images, he's filing for divorce. Heinel, a 55-year-old graphic designer, was just charged with violent entry and disorderly conduct. Another suspected rioter is getting a lot of attention today after the FBI put his wanted poster on Twitter. Remind you of anyone? He's the spitting image of actor Rick Moranis, star of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Ghostbusters. Who does your taxes? The uncanny resemblance from the goofy movie Spaceballs, in which he wore a Darth Vader helmet, is sparking a flurry of jokes, including... Honey, I Blew Up the Capitol was not the sequel I was expecting. Rest assured, it's not Rick Moranis. Meanwhile, the U.S. attorney in D.C. tells 60 Minutes that former President Trump may yet face charges of sedition. It's unequivocal that Trump was the magnet that brought the people to D.C. on the 6th. Now the question is, is he criminally culpable for everything that happened during the siege, during the breach? Trump hit the golf course over the weekend. Literally, he was photographed by the Daily Mail slamming a golf club in a fit of frustration after duffing a shot. Mr. Trump, you're with me? Yes, I am. Trump called into Fox News today to weigh in on the situation at the border as we're seeing new images of overwhelmed detention facilities. Dozens of unoccupied minors crowded together in tents waiting to be processed. You have a lot of very bad people coming into our country, and they're doing nothing about it. In one bizarre moment, the Fox host claimed the Secretary of Homeland Security had just resigned. It's just happened now, and I want to double-check this with our producers. Um, the DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has resigned, Mr. President. Your first well, I'm not surprised. Good. That's a big victory for our country. But hold it on, wasn't me, true, and she had to backpedal furiously. Hold, hold on. Let me, let, let me stop. Let me stop. Forgive me. Forgive me. That has not happened. Cross off but that victory. I know that you... <laughs> Other news today. You may have heard about that father who went into an elephant enclosure with his two-year-old daughter at the San Diego Zoo. It was all just to get a photo. And animal experts say it's a miracle they weren't seriously injured. Here's Jim Murray with new information on the frightening incident. A family excursion at the zoo takes a really bad turn. That's a dad with his toddler daughter inside the elephant enclosure. You can see him scrambling to get the little girl to safety. Charged at the mail and the mail dropped the juvenile as he ran away. The drama unfolded here at the world-renowned San Diego Zoo. Authorities say the little girl was unharmed and returned to the custody of her mom. Dad was arrested, and authorities say he faces child cruelty charges. To get to the elephants, you'd have to climb over this waist-high barrier and through that wire fence. The elephant who charged the dad oh. is named Shaba. She's over 40 years old. That man and his, his child were extremely, extremely lucky. 
Wildlife expert Catherine Doyle thinks the 8,000-pound beast was just trying to scare off the dad when it charged. She was really close to them. I do believe she could have grabbed them easily with her trunk, especially when he fell. Really, if she'd wanted to, she could have easily have killed them. Easily. Elephant attacks can be terrifying, as seen in this video shot by tourists on safari in Africa. And the San Diego Zoo incident is the latest case of zoo visitors in danger in an animal enclosure. This woman survived after coming face to face with a lion at the Bronx Zoo. This three-year-old ended up in the gorilla habitat at Cincinnati Zoo. Amazingly, he was unhurt. Now, the latest brush with danger oh. at the zoo. The father's due in court March 30th. 48 states have banned texting while driving. And we'd bet that includes internet shopping, too. Well, police say this woman was driving while shopping on Amazon when she struck a man on a bike. And it turns out he was the county sheriff. A bike rider up ahead is struck from behind by a car. The guy recording the accident pulls over to give aid. The cyclist is in really bad shape. Now comes another shocker. He's the local sheriff in Volusia County, Florida. In a matter of seconds, I knew that I had been struck by a car. You go flying over your handlebars, you're laying on the side of the road. Sheriff Mike Chitwood suffered a fractured fibula and a really nasty bruise on his back. The stitches in my back and I, I keep suffering from massive headaches. This could have been... A heck of a lot worse. Hours later, using traffic surveillance cameras, police tracked down the alleged driver. She was identified as 20-year-old Paige Bergman. Let me see your hands. Come on out here. Come to the back of the car, please. Put your hands on the back of the car. You too. Come here. You're not free to leave. She tells officers that she thought she hit a mailbox. Her grandparents come outside to see what's going on. She did not hit a mailbox. Do you want to know what she hit? Uh, Mike Chitwood, the sheriff. So what happened? Police say the young woman told them she was shopping online while driving. I don't know what it's going to take for us as a society to say that this is unacceptable, that people are losing their lives or they're suffering life-altering injuries all because of this. Paige Bergman was charged with leaving the scene of an accident with serious bodily injury. She was released after posting $2,500 bail. Remember last week we told you about that mother and daughter arrested for allegedly rigging the vote for homecoming queen? Well, now we're seeing the video from the event as the daughter is crowned, while cops say she knew full well she was not the legit winner. Ann Mercagliano has details. Emily Grover! It's the moment Florida high school student Emily Grover is crowned homecoming queen. New video shows Emily basking in the glory. She's so happy. Look at her. But her crown is forever tarnished after Emily and her mom were arrested, accused of rigging the election. I don't think it was fair to me or the other girls that uh, wanted to win queen fairly. Now Mia Morehouse, who is vying for homecoming queen, is speaking out about her loss to Emily. On homecoming night, when she was crowned, did you think it was fair and square? 
Yes, I was just thinking, you know, good for her. That's great. But soon after, Mia says rumors started swirling that the homecoming queen and her mom, Laura Carroll, an assistant principal in the district, had hacked into the school computer and cast hundreds of fraudulent votes. Then came their arrests. We lead with the arrest of a woman police say stacked the deck so her daughter could be named homecoming queen. I was obviously shocked. It's pretty sad that she had to cheat to win queen. Did you want to win? Did you ever want to be homecoming queen? I thought it would be really cool to win, but at the same time, it wasn't really like a priority for me. I was just honored to be on the field. A lesson in humility that perhaps this homecoming queen wannabe can learn from. We'll be back with more right after this. Next, forget lipo. It's got to go. The new procedure to eliminate bra fat. I'm very excited. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. We'll be right back. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. He was a Texas police chief living not a double life, but a triple life, cheating on his wife with a number of other women. And now he's speaking with TV's Dr. Phil in an exclusive interview. He didn't lie uh, just to his wife and a girlfriend. He lied to his wife and a girlfriend and another girlfriend and another girlfriend. I mean, he had a lot of balls in the air. Dr. Phil is talking about a police chief who was living a triple life. Jason Collier, the former chief of Stinnett, Texas, is opening up to Dr. Phil in this TV exclusive. How many of them did you propose to? You know, we would talk about, you know, marriage issues and, and things, but actually coming out and saying, will you marry me? I don't remember asking, and I, I know I never said that to anybody in person. We might have been jokingly saying it on in a text. Women tend to take those things seriously. Uh, Why is this police chief talking? Well, you know, I, I think that he wants to tell his side of the story, and because listen, he he owns up to what he did but he says he's not the monster that people are making him out to be. In this surveillance video, you can see Collier in uniform giving one of his girlfriends a kiss while on the job. Prosecutors say Jason went to great lengths to cover up his web of lies, even allegedly forging annulment papers to prove to one girlfriend he was single, something he denies. Dr. Phil, when you were interviewing him, Do you think he feels any remorse? He feels like he has let down everybody in his life, his family, his wife, the community, uh, and he feels terrible about it. And when we come back, a woman determined to be rid of bra fat. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. 
Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. One spot on her body bugged her. Now it doesn't. Jamie Wallace runs five miles a day and exercises with a trainer. And squeeze in. Perfect. Good. But she still can't get rid of stubborn bra fat. It's got to go. Hi, how are you? Hi, Dr. Davis. How are you? Come on in. Dr. Stephen Davis of Cherry Hill, New Jersey, says Jamie isn't alone. This right here is what I'm seeing all the women coming in to talk about. No matter how much exercising that you're doing, this skin and this little bit of fat really doesn't go away. I'm embarrassed of it. She also hates needles, so Dr. Davis recommends a non-surgical procedure he calls fire and ice. Dr. Davis marks the problem zones. This is more of the central area, almost like the bullseye of the whole thing. Step one, freeze the fat cells into ice-like crystals. It really does just go after the fat. It's not going to hurt the skin. It's not going to hurt the muscle that's surrounding it. It's not going to hurt any of the other tissues. Is that the way it feels? It's cold, but it feels good. It's refreshing. Now, step two. Dr. Davis uses a radio frequency device that blasts penetrating heat to liquefy the fat crystals and also tighten the skin. Wow, that's a huge difference. And when we come back, the kid sticking to his story. Finally today, gotcha. The icing on all those cupcakes. No, 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 no. Could it be little TJ? Who got to them cupcakes, TJ? No. Did you do it? No. That frosting on his fingers is a giveaway. We'll see you tomorrow. Some puzzles are hard to solve. Others are hard to prove. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts.